Welcome to the Fringe Following. Today is November 8th, 2020. My name is Ronnie. Thank you for tuning in today. Today we're going to be talking about the election fraud, the voter fraud going on in the battleground states across the country. And today I have Michelle with me. Hi, Michelle. Hey, Ronnie. Hey, Ronnie. Yeah, lots of stuff going on out there. Lots of stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. It's a a mess. Yeah, it's a mess. It is a mess. Mm -hmm. A lot of us are um, on edge. I'm, you know, talking to friends and uh, of course what's going on on, you know, you know, Twitter, Facebook, things like that. The conservatives of course are very, the deplorables I'll call them. Uh, (laughs) They're very nervous right now. Very on edge. Some people are really calm. I think, you know, they think it's going to be okay. And some people are angry and there's like lots of emotions flying all over the place. There is. And I, I've, I have some friends of mine that are going through the, you know, the, the stages of grief that you have, you know, from anger to denial to acceptance to bouncing back to, you know, depression. <laughs> I've seen it all. And I'm sure I've gone through some of these myself. Um, but one of the things is it's it's not over yet. And I, I kind of wanted to use the beginning of this episode of this podcast to kind of give everyone a history, a lesson that the press, MSM, Fox even, will not tell you. And that basically Joe Biden has not won. That is wishful thinking on the press's part and the left's part. No one has won right now. It is purely opinion. Right now, if you listen closely, MSM, social media, and and thank you, Facebook, for all your notifications when I see an election post that it's already been decided and that the AP press, the AP, which is a piece of crap press has called it and we should all abide by that. And thank you also, Facebook, I'm going on tangent here for also warning me every time that I message myself with important posts with information about the election, I would say, are you sure you want to post this? The results have been decided. Check out blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So anyhow, all of that is bullshit. Joe is what's called the projected winner. Emphasis on the word projected. If you hear any of the media, including lovely Fox, say that Biden has won, they will use the term projected. And that's because um, they are projecting it. It's an opinion. It's not fact. When the official president is declared, the media has no role in the Constitution. They're nowhere to be found to say that they are the ones that determine the winner. And in all state laws regarding our electoral votes, there's nothing there either. And I got all this information from an awesome video from, he's either a pastor, um, and instead of playing you the eight-minute video, I thought I would try to paraphrase everything he said. It is a beautiful instruction. I thought, oh, this is a priest. I don't know if I want to see this. I'm not sure where this is going. He may not have the same faith as me, whatever. But when I saw it, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is like a history lesson. And it's very clear. And um, I hope that I can make it as clear as him. Anyhow, the winner is declared in a joint session of House on Wednesday, January 6, 2021. On that day, the joint session of House and Senate They receive certificates of vote, which are certificates from each state. This comes from the electors. You always hear about the electoral college. We do not vote for our president. We vote for our electors. And they, in turn, they meet on December 14th, and they are the ones that cast the vote. They will vote for whom the state agreed and for whom the president won through the popular vote for the state. However, there are... If there is a time of election impropriety, the legislature of the state can actually instruct the electors to vote in a different route, which is the case with every single state that is in contest right now. Every single state has a Republican legislature. They may have a Democratic governor or some other Democrat that's in charge of the election. However, the legislature in all of those states are actually from our Republican. So this could possibly happen. So they meet on December 14th separately, each electors of each state, and then they 
cast their vote for president. And then they send in the certificate of vote. And these votes are read in on January 6th in this joint session of House. And then, and only then, is a winner declared. So winner is not declared until January 6th. In states where margins are thin and counts are still being tallied, such as several states in this scenario, the projected winner is an educated guess. The word that you need to listen for is did the state certify the election? If they have not yet certified the election, then the election is not over for that state and you can't call that state. You can project it. You can look at the outstanding votes, how many they are, how they've been trending, and you can project it as Associated Press and all major networks have done. However, that's only where they think that the ballots are going to end up. It's not truth. It's wishful thinking. So if there's evidence of improprieties, as there has been in court challenges, this can all take a long matter of time for it to be resolved. This is all far from over. I know even maybe some Republicans wish it's just over. Let him win. Let's get done. This has been a horrendous experience for everyone involved. However, even in a regular election, this is the process. And we have to respect that. It's not the press's job to call it. It's absolute bullshit. And and to me, this is what's happening. Obviously, they want him to win the mainstream media, big tech, the left, the radical left. They all want him to win. Um, and, and those that are moderate Democrats, independents, Republicans, libertarians, we can all see through it. What's happening, what I think is going to happen is that if all of these cases, state cases go, well, not if, but when this week they go to court and let's say that they finally get to the resolution and say they say, yeah, Trump won Arizona, Trump won uh, Pennsylvania or Georgia, what have you. And let's say that he wins his second term. What's going to happen is there's going to be such a riot. Mm -hmm. Uh, You think the riots were bad last summer. I think it's going to get worse. (laughs) Oh, Um, way worse. It's going to be because right now all the Biden supporters are out there, you know, dancing and whooping it up. It's going to be, it's going to be a disaster is what it's going to be. And I think they're doing this on on purpose. They're trying to put it inside the brains of everyone that, mm-hmm. well, no, Biden won. He won. You know, you saw it on Fox News, which I have uh, since abandoned. Yes. Um, you saw it on CNN. You saw it. You saw it. He won. Look, Trump stole the election from us. He's evil. And then, so then it continues. If he doesn't win, well, and we're heading toward a very bad road. I would rather go through the little bit of the rioting. Than to turn into a socialistic country. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Let's go through the pain short term, get that under control, and then we can all get on with our lives. Um, I'm very, I'm very worried about um, the state of our republic at this point. It's slipping away. Yes, it is. And uh, I, I have to agree with you. It is slipping away and we are really losing, we're losing our constitution. We're losing everything that our forefathers stood for, everything that they fought for from the British. And we're just turning our nose up at it and saying that, no, this is, this is the better way. It hasn't been proven in any single freaking country that it actually works. But yes, socialism is the way, the new way of America. And no, <laughs> it's not. It's not. And it's it's scary. And I know that I have a lot of people out there that they don't they don't know what to think right now. And many people just kind of want to give up and give in. And some people won't give up their Fox. You know, Fox called it and Biden's the president. And some people don't don't want to give that up. You know, you you gave it up, Ronnie. That's that's good. Um, what mm-hmm. made you finally decide to do that? You know, I mean, I'm sitting there on election night and they already projected Arizona before Arizona was finished. And as I'm on Twitter, I'm seeing the Republican uh, governor of Arizona saying, wait, hold on. Why are they calling it? It's not done. And it's it's almost like Fox is pushing, pushing, pushing. And in my opinion, the only people you can trust on Fox News at this juncture is uh, Maria Bartiromo and um, Tucker Carlson, Sean Hannity, and I think there might be another one. That's probably maybe Greg Gutfeld. That's about 
really it for me. That's where I draw mm-hmm. the line. Um, it seems like daytime is especially bad and I, I don't trust Chris Wallace. Um, you know, everybody's mad at Brett bear right now. So I've gone ahead and we switched it to Newsmax over here. And, um, you know, this is what scares me. This is what really, not that I wasn't woken up before I was woken up the other, but I woke, this woke me up even more the other day. I was watching, um, Steve Bannon's war room pandemic show on YouTube Mm -hmm. and, uh, they had struck down one of his tweets on, on Twitter. And he said, Oh, I, I noticed that they took one of our tweets down. And he said, Oh, you know what? I don't care. You know what? Uh, YouTube can take me down too. We'll, we'll just get bigger. I kid you not. And this was live. I was watching this live. I kid you not. Five minutes later, they took his video down. It was almost like they were watching. Wow. It was almost like they said, you know what, dude? Okay. Fuck you. And they took him down. Wow. And I, I was, I was so irate. I was cussing and cursing and yelling. I'm like, you motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> I was so mad. And then yeah. I was scrambling around trying to, um, find a show. And it took me some time because what's happened was they've decentralized everyone that was off, that was on YouTube. And now they've kind of scattered in four directions, you know, the wind here. And I'm trying to find everybody, you know, some people are on rumble and, uh, it's, it's, they're making it more and more difficult to find people, you know, so you got to go to the website and figure out where they are there. And it's, it's a big clusterfuck. It really is. Yeah. Yeah, it is. They've made it very difficult, very hard. Um, I censorship all over the place. And it, it's only going to get worse when if if Biden becomes president, it's just, just going to get way, way worse. And I and do only, oh, go ahead. I, I do want to warn those that still listen to mainstream media. I, I'm not going to fault you. Um, you know, but at this point, trying to use the current temperature of the media to predict the final outcome of this election is lunacy. Don't do it. Don't fall into that trap. As much as you desire a conclusion to this long, tawdry story, it isn't over until it's over. Do not think, oh, well, they're not, they're ignoring Trump now and all they're doing is talking about Biden. You know, Al Gore was, you know, was, um, you know, he was our president for 37 days, our president elect until, you know, his, until Florida was challenged. And it was a long process. It's not a short little walk through the park process. It takes time. It took 37 days. And sure enough, there's no President Gore in my history book. There is only President Bush. So it is not over. And as much as you'd like to think it is, sometimes some of us just want to put it to rest and, you know, whatever, I'll just deal with it. God, just let it be over. It's not. So do not let the press determine your outcome, your feelings, how you're feeling. If you do, you're just going to be tossed to and fro as it's up, it's down. Wait, wait, maybe Trump will win after all. Maybe he won't. I mean, it just gets ridiculous after a while. Know your constitution, know the rules that govern this land and rest in those until this process is complete. This is a contested election. So I just, I just want to encourage those people out there. I've got so many people (laughs) reaching out to me and now about advice and guidance about the election. And that's the best thing that I can say is it's not over. Research and then wait. All we can do is wait. Is there anything else we can do? We can we can write. Wait, Ronnie, you had something where we could write the White Yeah, House. I got this idea off a woman off uh, Twitter named Tori, in, in which I'm, like I told you earlier, I'm trying to still figure out who she is and what she's about. She's kind of a mysterious person to me. I think she has a history in te- in intelligence and in the government, but I don't quote me on that. I'm, I'm still looking into it. But anyway, she said the best thing we can do at this point is um, write a letter, uh, write a letter to the White House, address it to Donald J. Trump. And if you go to her Twitter accounts, T-O-R-E, Tori, um, I believe her account name is, you can get a copy of the letter to print off or handwrite. I went ahead and I just wrote it out myself. Yeah, we will put that up on our Facebook page as well. The link to her Twitter tweet that has the 
printout there, or you can, like we said, handwrite it if that's your preference, and then send it in. It's a 55 cent stamp worth every penny and address it to Donald J. Trump. And yes, that is so something basically we what do. the letter is about. So you can go ahead and check it out yourself is it's uh, basically saying that that you have the right as a voter, as a taxpayer, as an American citizen to tell the government to audit all 50 states and the and the voting system and what happened. They need a complete audit in all 50 states, not just the battleground states, all 50 states. So with that, we can probably go a little bit into the, the voter fraud that's been happening um, and what they have found recently. Lots of voter fraud, lots of it, yeah. Right, we're talking dead people, we're talking multiple ballots. I know in the case in Nevada, they had people, I don't know, I think it was 9,000 ballots came in of people that don't even live in the state, but filled wow. it out. Wow. Uh, there's things with the machines that are flipping votes that was um, programmed in on purpose. There are votes just for Biden, meaning, meaning, you know, when you fill out your ballot, there's like lots of things, like dozens of things you need to vote on because you're doing state statutes and your state representatives the only thing on that whole ballot is Biden being filled out. Nothing else. Mm-hmm. And, and, and there's thousands of them. That's a little fishy, <laughs> in my mm-hmm. opinion. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I want to go over a little bit about the scorecard and the hammer that's been talked about. And you know what Twitter's been doing? If you write hammer, they talk about the uh, – they'll put a little – you know, disclaimer up about the election. Bastards. I know. Yeah. Yeah. Hammer. Yes. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Uh, So Biden using score scorecard in the hammer to steal another U.S. presidential election, just like Obama and Biden did in 2012. Now, this is the first time I'm hearing this, but this was written in the American report uh, org, uh, published on Halloween of this year. And um, let me just kind of go ahead and read this in February, 2009. The Obama administration commandeered a powerful supercomputer system known as the Hammer. The Hammer includes an exploit application known as Scorecard that is capable of hacking into elections and stealing the vote, according to CIA contractor turned whistleblower Dennis Montgomery, who designed and built the Hammer. The whistleblower tapes confidential audio recordings released by U.S. District Judge G. Murray Snow's courtroom in November 2015 revealed that scorecard was deployed by the Obama team against Florida election computers to steal the 2012 presidential election on behalf of President Barack Obama and VP Joe Biden. Scorecard is now being activated to steal the vote on behalf of Joe Biden once again. Biden utilized the hammer and scorecard while running for vice president in 2012. Votes are again being stolen on his behalf as he runs for president of the United States in 2020. So this time, Scorecard is stealing votes in Florida, Georgia, Texas, Pennsylvania, Wisconsin, Michigan, Nevada, and Arizona, according to Montgomery. Scorecard steals elections by tampering with the computers at the transfer points of state election computer systems and outside third-party election data vaults as votes are being transferred. Scorecard uses a prismatic scoring algorithm algorithm that Montgomery created to achieve the desired results by those that control the hammer and scorecard. In Florida, one of the transfer points is VR Systems Inc. based in Tallahassee. Software vendor VR Systems operates in eight U.S. states. The Democrats tested their technology during the Democrat Party primaries. Otherwise, Bernie Sanders would have won the 2020 nomination. Scorecard was utilized on behalf of Joe Biden during the 2020 primary against Bernie Sanders. The Democrat primary was stolen from Bernie Sanders, so this should piss off the Bernie bros. Yeah. CIA whistleblower Dennis Montgomery turned over a massive cache of illegally harvested surveillance and election data in August 2015 and December 2015 to the FBI and CIA under two immunity agreements that were granted to Montgomery by Assistant U.S. US Attorney Deborah Curtis and FBI General Counsel James Baker. Montgomery testified regarding scorecard and the hammer while under oath and while being videotaped at the FBI secure Washington, D.C. field office sensitive compartmentalized information facility, SCIF. 
If CIA whistleblower Montgomery had lied about anything, he would be in prison today for lying to the FBI. So he's not in prison. Director of National Intelligence John Negropon um, invoked the State Secrets Privilege and Government Protective Act against Montgomery in order to muzzle Montgomery and prevent him from revealing illegal acts that had been committed by the government. Car Carlotta Wells, a U.S. DOJ litigator and assistant director of the U.S. Department of Justice since the 1990s, told Montgomery that the state secrets privilege and government protective order cannot be invoked by government officials for the purpose of covering up government malfeasance. If covering up government malfeasance is the government's intention, Wells told Montgomery the muzzle order is null and void. The Obama administration illegal, illegally commandeered the hammer and scorecard. They moved the hammer to Fort Washington, Maryland on fe February 3rd, 2009. The o Obama White House had an encrypted VPN in order to access the hammer at will. On December 20th, 2015, as part of a summary of information disclosed in the whistleblower tapes, uh, the American Report revealed the following information on the American Report's official Facebook page. Florida voter registration disk removed the new and new disk inserted for redistricting the, via the Hammer computer system in Fort Washington, Maryland, via Navy Intel cover. They stole the Florida election via redistricting in Florida. How many other states did Brennan and Clapper do this? Um, so FBI General Counsel James Baker testifying under oath before the Joint Congressional Committee stated that he took possession of Dennis Montgomery's evidence. Baker dispatched FBI special agents Walter uh, Giardina and William Barnett to the FBI Miami field office in August 2015 to pick up Montgomery's computer hard drives. So Baker testified before Congress in October 2018. He says, can I just, I'm turning to the Bureau to describe this. So his client was an individual named Dennis Montgomery, who I believe, to the best of my recollection, he said that he had been a U.S. government contractor and in the course of that work had come across evidence of unlawful surveillance by the government of Americans, including and government officials and wanted to give the information to the Bureau, which eventually did take place. Baker confirmed that Montgomery had provided his FBI agents with evidence that government officials were conducting unlawful domestic surveillance of Americans, including other government officials. It is of utmost importance to recognize that Robert Mueller's FBI supplied the computers for the hammer, according to Montgomery. Soviet dictator Joseph Stalin famously stated, I consider it completely unimportant who in the party will vote or how, but what is extraordinarily important is this, who will count the votes and how? Yes. Very, very true. So my question is, though, what happened in the 2016 election? Did they not use this software? I'm not seen anything about that anywhere yet. Maybe they had confidence that Trump was an idiot and Hillary would just win. I have no clue. Uh, but they pulled out all the stops this election. Yes, they were under, they were going to pull out all the stops. They were going to get sneaky. They, they didn't expect, no one expected to lose last election. There was a lot at stake this election. So if you don't expect to lose, why go through all that trouble? Plus, there's this delay in counting votes that, that is a huge issue. And one of the three U.S. Code Section 1, Time of Appointing Electors, it says that the electors of president and vice president shall be appointed in each state on the Tuesday next after the first Monday in November and every fourth year succeeding every election of a president and vice president. So this is on the Tuesday next, not the Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, the week of <laughs> the second week of November. None of that. And the reason for this is this is even back then when they didn't have computers to count votes. They This is part of our U.S. code. And the reason they decided this is as the days go on, it you are more tempted to cheat if you have a certain stake in the election and you're one of the people counting the votes. Because as you're counting the night of, 
if it's computer, hand counting, whatever, you don't know. There's too much going on. You don't know how many votes your desired candidate will need if you're one that's trying to throw the election and you're in there throw, you know, throwing it for people. You have no idea. So you're just you're just counting and you're getting it, getting it done. But then you have this pause and you had states that even stopped counting. And then these days drag on and now it's almost a week since the election. And they know exactly how many votes they need to produce to overthrow Trump if that is indeed their desire and there's people counting the votes that are doing that illegally. That's why there's put this into the U.S. code because that knew even back then people would try to throw the election the longer the counting drug out. So if this ever went to Supreme Court, this code may come into play. We should be counting the votes and taking what the state had at Tuesday. And at the end of Tuesday, most of those states in in contest were red. Magically, they turned blue overnight. Do you remember that? Went to sleep. Okay, we're good. And then you wake up and everything's blue. Right. This is why. (laughs) The reason we heard Trump on election night saying something about 4 a.m. Right. They stopped counting. And yeah, and then we woke up the next morning. And if you remember that graph that Mm -hmm. we saw between uh, Trump and Biden, you know, it's going up, up, up. It's like a nice, even squiggly line. And then this line in the middle of the night goes straight up for Biden. And are you kidding me? Not one vote went to Trump. Not one. Right. Now, come on. How anybody with a brain who's looking at that? is going to say that's absolute outright fraud, mm-hmm. cheating, stealing the, <laughs> stealing the election. I just don't, you know. I, and this yeah. is nothing new. This is why it's in our state code written in, you know, a while back. I think, okay, this is June 25th, 1948. Okay, maybe not 100 years. Maybe it wasn't our forefathers, but it was people before us. And it's in our code. And it's, the state's responsibility to produce it. And if they don't, if they're dicking around like they are, and they are, and, you know, no offense to Nevada, but I don't know who the fuck was counting their votes. Sloss, I have no idea. Did they ever come up with a winner in Nevada? I wasn't even... They, I think they projected Biden, but there's still so much <laughs> being uncovered here. Uh, I really don't know yeah. for sure because my eyes were on Pennsylvania, but I do believe that they they were trying to give it to Biden or they did give it to Biden. Um so really, this could go to Supreme Court, and if they were to go back to our U.S. code, they could say, well, what was it on Tuesday? And and they could, according to this code, possibly rule in that favor and disregard all votes counted after that. Because at that moment in time, on Tuesday, Trump was definitely the winner in those states. In these right. states, just huge impropriety. I mean, you know, you mentioned the hammer and what it caught. I mean, there's also, there's a lawsuit that at least 21,000 dead people are registered on Pennsylvania's voter rolls. And it isn't just people that died this year. 92% of the deceased registrants have been dead for over a year. That is absolutely ridiculous. Yes, it's only 21,000 votes, but that's just one example in one state. Of, and it is just is very frustrating. <laughs> Yeah, it is, to say the least. Um, And for us to be suddenly called the snowflakes and that we can't deal with defeat. I'll take defeat if it's fair. I'm not going to fucking take it if it's unproprietary. I'm sorry. I'm just not. It's got to be a fair fight. And with Biden sleeping in his basement for 95% of his campaigning, I can't fucking believe this guy got more votes than Trump, who is out there every day on the campaign trail. now, Now you can look back and see. That yes. you know why he did because he, he, already, knew he already knew he was the win. system. The system was rigged. He knew he'd be okay. What the fuck? He thought, yeah, yeah he thought nobody would just contest it. And uh, you know, Trump knew. I mean, even in 2012, he tweeted out about uh, mail-in ballots, election fraud. He's known for years and years. Mm-hmm. Um, why though? You know, this is what I was trying to ask somebody earlier. Why didn't they fix this crap? Two years ago, three years ago, I, I'm assuming the left blocked it because I know there was the uh, talk of voter ID, and I think they were saying, "Oh, that's you know something about racist or whatever crap they came up with." Everything's racist with them. 
Um, I don't understand why this didn't get resolved. I, I'm sure with everything else that was going on with Russia investigations and all this impeachment crap, um, I, I'm assuming they didn't get a chance to fix this mess. But I'm hoping that something was put into play. It, it looks like it was, but I'm hearing kind of some strange theories. I don't know if it's true yet. So don't, you know, take this with a grain of salt, but you know, I, I'm heard, I heard there's a way to track these mail-in ballots that they implemented something in that. I have no clue. Um, you know, I, I, I don't know. I really don't. Um, there was something that came out in InfoWars. Um, also, I, I something. Saw that. Yeah, that something guy? about the what was it? The uh, the uh, watermark on ballot. I don't believe that either. That um, guy was okay. So I I watched body language, and that guy was blinking all the freaking time and closing his eyes. That's <laughs> usually indicative of someone lying. You know, especially yeah. when he made his points. And we had so many ballots and he like closed his eyes and it wasn't like he was trying to remember something. He was like blocking out the truth that he, or the mistruth he was saying. I, 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 I find it a little shady. I'm not saying it's not possible. Yeah, it is. A, you know, there's a lot of just strange things flying mm -hmm. around like that. And I, I don't know. I'm not buying it yet. Um, you know, and, and I'm seeing the reaction of a lot of people that are in our camp. And again, there's people that are just, um, disenchanted, disappointed, mm -hmm. uh, um, you know, that I've never really fully made up my mind about Q. I mean, I know I mentioned him, them a lot on this podcast, but I've never, you know, a lot of their things seem to be pretty concrete, but I still don't know. Um, and then a lot of people are, you know, now questioning Q, well, that, you know, they let us down and this and that. And, and it's like, you know, the only positive thing I think came out of the Q movement was a resurgency of patriotism and, and pride in our country. Hey guys, human rights attorney Lee Dundas here. Uh, I have some late breaking news from you right now. It is 1.30 East Coast time Saturday, uh, the days after the election. Uh, I just got off the phone on a conference call with uh, President Trump's campaign and their lawyers. I'd like to go over some of the data that they imparted. Um, the first thing to know is media does not call elections, folks. I repeat, media does not call elections. Elections are done in a standard way that is set forth in our democratic process. Um, and what Donald Trump wants the world to know at this point is this is no longer at this juncture a fight about a president or presidency. This is a fight about the very bedrock of our constitutional republic and the democratic process. You cannot have a free country if you cannot trust the electoral process in that country. If we have widespread voter fraud, we are no different than all of the banana republics across the world, third world countries, communist countries in which I do work. So at this point, Donald Trump isn't fighting for a president or himself. He is fighting literally for the democratic process, for the electoral process and the integrity of it. And here's the thing, if we don't win this and get rid of all of this evil and this, these electoral inconsistencies and these voter fraud issues, we're never gonna be able to have a safe uh, election again in the future. And the Republican party or any party is never going to be able to fairly compete on a level playing field. So this at this point is about much more than who's the next president. And he is absolutely in this to win this guys. Okay, so I wanna get you up to speed on a few of the states that we've all been watching like Hawks and obviously the campaign is as well. In Arizona, they have late ballots that are still dropping. They are uniformly breaking in favor of Trump, such that Biden's lead uh, is down to about 20,000, when a few days ago it was five times that. They are going to continue to break in that direction, and if so, we should be good to go. If not, when it's within 1%, there's an automatic recount, as I understand it, and or uh, a party can request a recount. Georgia is already going to a recount. The Secretary of State there, Brian Kemp, is a Republican. Uh, he is a sane guy. They have lots and lots of overseas and military ballots that are still outstanding, and it is likely going to be weeks, I repeat, weeks, before Georgia can be properly tallied, um, which means nobody at this point should be calling the race. Also, they have evidence of illegal ballot harvesting in multiple counties 
in Georgia, and they believe the recount, they know the recount is going to shine a light on this, bring all of the fraud to the surface, <clears throat> excuse me, to the surface, where the ballots that were not properly cast can be invalidated. And again, once they handle this, then we know how it's going to shake out, and it's going to shake out in Trump's favor. Nevada, they have 58,000, if I did not misunderstand them, mail-in ballots that still haven't been counted, and 68,000 provisional ballots. There are literally thousands and thousands and thousands of voters who never should have voted in Nevada. Lawsuits have been filed. Clark County DA's office has been notified, as has William Barr in the Department of Justice. Uh, all of those investigations are being commenced. Uh, and again, once these inconsistencies, anomalies, and straight up uh, election issues that never should have occurred have been handled, uh, we have a close race there, but it's a doable thing. The other thing to know about Nevada is 90 days out, guys. Apparently, their uh, legislature or governor, I'm not sure which, rammed through changes that allowed for massive mail-in voter and their voting lists weren't up to speed. They, they weren't properly pruned out and weeded through. Uh, it resulted in hundreds and hundreds and thousands and thousands of ballots going out multiple times, two, three, four times over to people at different addresses. And we all know where that ends up. Uh, again, these are things that need to be cleaned up in future years. Pennsylvania, they have 80,000 mail-in votes and 105,000 provisional ballots still outstanding. Uh, Biden thinks these are going to break in his favor. The Trump campaign has reason to believe otherwise, particularly with the provisional ballots. Um, as we all know, the Trump campaign was a barred. They were actually prevented from having observers uh, in the process, even after the courts ordered Pennsylvania to stand the hell down and let us observe. If you don't have transparency in a voting process, you don't have democracy in function, or in fact, you don't have a constitutional republic. Um, all of this stuff is now coming to light. They also, like Georgia, have thousands of overseas and military ballots, if I didn't already uh, mention it. And as we are learning, uh, and the Trump campaign is well ahead of us on this, they had statistically impossible voter turnout which has already been referred for investigation. And they have multiple cases of counties curing deficiencies in ballots. And we all know what that means, uh, putting addresses on them and signatures on them when they didn't arrive with them and doing things that should never be allowed in any sort of honest election. Uh, again, these are the types of things that are coming to light and are being handled by the Trump campaign. And that was Lee Dundas. And she was someone that was just on a conference call with Trump's lawyers in Bill Stepien. And she discusses the evidence that is overwhelming. Really good video. I've played most of it. You can catch it in its entirety on her page. We'll have a link for it on our Facebook page. On the topic of Hammer, we also have Sydney Powell that met with Fox News this morning about what they have found using Hammer on the election. Legal team, as you've been hearing this morning, are preparing for all-out war, beginning with a slew of new lawsuits this week, beginning with one in Pennsylvania tomorrow, along with what our next guest says is evidence of voter fraud. Cindy Powell is General Michael Flynn's attorney. She is fighting on the front lines of this battle as part of the president's legal team. Cindy, good morning to you. Thank you for being here. Can you walk good. us through what has good taken morning, place Maria. here as you see it? Yes, there has been a massive and coordinated effort to steal this election from we, the people of the United States of America, to delegitimize and destroy votes for Donald Trump, to manufacture votes for Joe Biden. They have done it in every way imaginable, from having dead people vote in massive numbers to absolutely fraudulently creating ballots that exist only voting for Biden. We've identified at least 450,000 ballots in the key states that miraculously only have a mark for Joe Biden on them and no other candidate. If you look at Florida where things were done right, you can see that that's how the rest of the country should have gone but they also used an algorithm to calculate the votes they would need to flip. 
and they used the computers to flip those votes from Biden, to, I mean, from Trump to Biden and from other Republican candidates to their competitors also. I think Doug Collins had the race stolen from him. I think uh, John James had his race stolen from him. It wasn't just President Trump. There were many people affected by this and get a recount and audits in every place it's needed, which is frankly most of the country. Counts going on right now. We know that in Georgia, you have a list of numbers of ballots with only Joe Biden on the ticket. You say it's 98,000 ballots in Pennsylvania, 80 to 90,000 in Georgia, another 42,000 in Arizona, 69 to 115,000 in Michigan, and 62,000 in Wisconsin. Sending, if this is true, this appears systemic. Where is the Department of Justice? Where is the AG Bill Barr? If this is so obvious, then why aren't we seeing massive government investigations? I don't know. We definitely should be. I mean, we're getting reports of all kinds of fraud. We've got a, getting an affidavit from a postal worker now who talks about having been ordered to backdate ballots. No ballots received after the polls closed on voting day should even be counted. We've got multiple states that didn't even follow the rules of their own legislature. That's a federal constitutional issue. There are at least three major federal issues here that will require the Supreme Court to resolve these this case. And when the okay. votes are really audited and the real votes are counted, Trump will win. He is the president and he is in charge of this country. Sydney, I want to ask you about these algorithms and the Dominion software. I understand Nancy Pelosi has an interest in this company. Let's take a break. We'll come back with that. I'm talking with Sydney Powell this morning. Okay, so that was once again Sydney Powell. She was on Fox News this morning, um, Sunday morning, and just wanted to share some more information um, from the front lines about voter fraud. It's huge. Um, they were able to use Hammer and some other things like this to determine this fraud, but it is huge. I mean, those ballots, as we discussed earlier in the podcast, but so many thousand with just Joe Biden's, you know. They didn't have ones with just Trump on it. I mean, that is so fishy, and it's thousands and thousands. It's not just hundreds. I, I just, it definitely sounds like this is going to go all the way to the Supreme Court, which is going to take time. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good thing. Yeah. No, it's good. It's good. It, it's a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so it sounds like the evidence is legitimate to me. Yes. Um, Yes, it is. It sounds like the evidence is legitimate. And I think that we're going to see a lot different scenario a month from now. I really do. I really think there's hope. And I think that there's some huge cases to be made. And I think um, mainstream media jumped the gun. I really do. Yeah, oh, of course they did. And now you've got like Michelle Obama out there demonizing the 70 million Americans who voted for Trump. Mm. Um, I'm hearing it from, uh, Chris Cuomo on CNN, something about, oh, we mustn't forget, you know, how awful and evil they are. Things like this. It's right. just, yeah, I'm feeling like I, I'm feeling targeted right now. I'm feeling very targeted. We can do nothing right ever. If you're red, you can never do anything right. And anything we do is going to be demonized. It's just part of being red in this day and age. It wasn't always that way. Although I hear the Reagan years weren't so great either all the time uh, for a lot of the people that were, you know, working in his cabinet. But still, it's, you know, we are the minority opinion. And um, it, it, according to mainstream, that is. Well, yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> we're really not, though. No, we're really not. No. But culturally, we are. We lost the culture war, you know. And so we are, you know, if we say anything, we're racist, misogynistic, yeah, all of those things. And it's unfortunate. Did you, I wanted to mention this. Did you know what Joe Biden's middle name is? Robinette. Robin it, yeah. 
<laughs> He's yeah. robbing it. Yeah, I thought that was a little fun piece of trivia. It absolutely means nothing, but it is kind of funny when you think about it. <laughs> what was his mother thinking? Yeah. <laughs> yes, and Hunter Biden was up there with him. I of course what? I didn't know that. Was he? Oh yeah, yeah. No, he came out onto the stage. I think, believe it was last night. You know what? I cannot watch his speeches. I have not. I should, as a good little citizen you know, uh, podcaster, I should be, you know, watch. I cannot, I can't stomach it right now. Um, nah, I think you're fine because it's, <laughs> it's premature. It, it, it's still jumping the gun. But why do we care what he has to say? You, you can Google it later. It'll all be on YouTube um, with mm-hmm. bright red arrows saying, look here, look here. <laughs> uh, no, thanks. No, he's not my president. I I can do that now. It's my turn because yeah. the left did that for four years. So now I can say, not my president, not my president. <laughs> I know. I know. But anyhow, we think that there is hope. We know it looks grim right now, but it isn't. And we it will turn around. This is all far from over. These processes take time. I know you mentioned, Ronnie, before I, I played that clip that you wondered why this wasn't taken care of two years ago. I mean, maybe... Maybe it had to be this election and in process in order to 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 call out those people that are doing it. You know, it's different kind of doing it two years after an election, trying to catch all the people. But when you're doing it in the moment, you're definitely catching the hands in the cookie jar, so to speak. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know. It could be. I mean, my my fantasy. This is my perfect fantasy of this Mm -hmm. outcome is that Trump's been, you know, setting them up all along and trapping them and, you know, putting special ink on mail-in ballots that can be tracked from space and, (laughs) uh, you know, cameras everywhere. And And he never sleeps and he's a ninja at night and he he goes into Joe Biden's bedroom when he's sleeping and, you know, tickles his nose. I I, I don't know. Yeah, I I agree. I, you know, that's if you're- And he caught the the, the ferry voter at 4 a.m. who came in and magically dump Biden ballots everywhere. And it was a little demon who did that. And it's all on yeah. tape. Yep. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yep. Well, we can help. <laughs> we can help. I can fantasize. That he's Superman underneath that suit of his. He's got a Superman well, you cape know, on. It's kind of like the uh, legend of William Wallace in Scotland, right? I yeah. mean, it was like, no, nobody ever really saw him because back in those days, there was no cameras. So the legend grew like, oh, I heard he was 10 foot tall, you know, <laughs> and, um, uh, and, you know, he shoots fire out his ass, you know, things like this. And th- you can kind of see this legend is growing with Trump, mm-hmm. like, oh, he never sleeps and he just goes 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 now i have to say he's got pure energy for doing five rallies a day i don't think i could do that one would be enough for me and i'd be like yeah it's time for bed yeah um (laughs) you know so i could see why everybody's so you know you know making up these kind of like these legendary he's five steps ahead 5d chess you know (laughs) ah you know maybe i don't think so i think he's a very smart strategizer i think he is a little bit ahead of the game but uh, we'll see what happens that's all i can say right i know i I had one person tell me today that was you know, I'd voted Trump that basically, you know, if he knows that this stuff is going on and he can't turn it around, you know, she was basically saying he deserves to lose. So, you know, if, and I'm just like, I guess <laughs> that's kind of harsh. It, it is because, because in a way, that's saying that if he's not, you know, that if you cheat and the other person isn't smart enough to catch you, then, you know. Right, maybe, right. Yeah. Exactly. Actually, you know what? It's really out of his hands by right now. It's out of yeah. his hands. Mm-hmm. Um, now it's up to the lawyers and it's up to the, the you know, the, the, the court when it gets there. So, right. you know, it's, it's really not. I mean, this is why, and I don't think, you know, I'm not sensing any panic from him. No. I've never sensed any panic from him. He's out there playing golf the last two mornings. Good for him. He deserves it. Um, He's not sitting in a corner crying with a, you know, Afghan over his shoulders and his eyes weeping. You know, I don't think that man's probably, it's, it's not, I think he expected this 
everyone, you know, I will also include a video by Judicial Watch, and they go over this US 3, uh, 3 US Code Section 1 in great detail, a half hour's worth if you're interested. Um, but yeah, he, they, they predicted this. They are not at all surprised by this. And if they aren't, he can't be either. And if he is a strategist, he has what he needs in place to fight his case. Where it goes and how much proof he actually has, we don't know yet. We're hearing hints of it. But until it actually goes to the courts, we really can't say, you know, and um, we just have to wait. And I know that's the hardest place for us to be. You know, this was supposed to be over on Tuesday, right? We were supposed to have a president elect or a projected winner. And we don't. (laughs) So we wait. I'm just going to wait and try to be calm. But there is hope and it's not over. And if you start worrying that it is, just go back to our constitution. It's, It's not. We have to wait for the process to play out. And there still is hope on the horizon. Right. And, you know, don't forget to send that letter to the White House. I think it's going to be cathartic. You're going to feel like you did something. No, sometimes I've, I've written things to the White House online. I've never really, sometimes I get a response back. Sometimes I don't. I think it's better just to send a mass amount of letters to the White House demanding that these states get audited. Yes, I agree. I agree. Now you had a Trump Cowboys for Trump on Twitter. Was there something on there that? Well, yeah, there was. Uh, let me play this clip here. Okay, uh, comment from President Trump. Okay, today I believe. What's going on now is the single greatest scam in the history of American politics. The Democrats want to take away your guns. They want to take away your health care. They want to take away your vote. They want to take away your freedom. They want to take away your judges. They want to take away everything. We can never let this happen. We're fighting to drain the swamp, and that's exactly what I'm doing. And you see why we have to do it, because our country is at stake like never before. It's all very simple. They're trying to stop me because I'm fighting for you, and I'll never let that happen. I I just want to reiterate, he is fighting for us. And even though the waters get rough and it looks like it's over, I will continue to stand by him. He's done far more than any other president I've seen in all my years on the planet. And he's fighting hard for you and me. He's doing this for free. He's not even collecting a salary. And he's chosen to do this at great risk to his business pursuits and to his family, all that his family has had brought upon them because of this. And I just have to say that deserves my massive respect and my continued support. I know I couldn't take on the whole country of corruption and forgo my personal pursuits and do it for free. That I just couldn't do. And you can say what you want about Trump, but to me, that is love of country. And it's not all about him. He does care. And as far as I'm concerned, he puts his money where his mouth is. And so for me, I'm going to stand by him and play this out. I'm not giving up. And I know you aren't either. No, that's the only thing you can do. So yes, go ahead. And uh, again, we are still on Twitter. They haven't booted us off yet. Um, (laughs) We're on Parler. Look for us there. Look for us on pilled.net. And where else am I forgetting? Uh, Facebook. 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 And fringefollowing.com is our website. Yes. Thank you for tuning in. Please rate us if you get a chance. Please drop us a line. Drop us an email. Let us know what you think about our podcast or if you have any ideas for a podcast. Or even if you're very passionate and want to be a guest on our podcast, we'd love to have you. Thank you for tuning in and we'll catch you on the next news cycle.